Hi everyone, it is Sunday, March 6, 2016 here in the Philippines, and this is Tom Coons with episode 7 of my Snutcast. Tonight I'm going to do something special. We have Ken and Cynthia Hunt with us tonight, as we just returned from an 11-day Asian cruise on Princess Cruise Line. Ken and Cynthia are friends from our high school back in Blackfoot, Idaho, and I thought it might be fun for the four of us, Ken, Cynthia, LaDon, and me, to talk a little bit about our experiences over the last 11 days. So with that, let's get started. We have with us today uh, Ken Hunt, his wife Cynthia Tanner Hunt, my wife LaDon Kuntz, and this is yours truly Tom Kuntz. And today we're going to talk about our 11-day Asian cruise that we just returned from today. Got back uh, here in Manila about 4 o'clock, got back here to the house about 5 o'clock this evening. And uh, so we're just going to talk a little bit about the cruise and what we, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. So, uh, Ken, say hi to everyone. Hello. Cynthia. Hello. LaDon. Hi. Hi. Okay. Thanks. Okay, so let's just, what, what did you like best about the cruise? Just anyone who feels compelled to start can go ahead. Well, I definitely liked the company, who we went with. Tom and Ladon. That made it a very enjoyable cruise for me. I agree. I enjoyed being with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Tom and Ladon. Not with you guys. It, it, is, it is interesting how important it is who you're with. Yeah. And I thought we were sort of young at heart, did a lot of somewhat adventurous stuff. But we did not get arrested. We did not get arrested. That is always a good thing. Good, good, good. You're never really exactly sure what might happen. So, you know, I think you somewhat got to separate the cruise and our destinations. Yeah. But uh, once again, I think that cruising, uh, as it taught me again, that we get to meet wonderful people. Interesting we people. We did meet some interesting people. people. And certainly we came away with memories of Derek and Judith. Yep, Derek and Derek and Judith. We ate dinner with every night. And uh, Pella. And, and uh, they were from uh, England, and but currently living in southern uh, Spain. And then you just mentioned who? Pella. The photo- one of the photographers on the ship that became a buddy to us. A buddy, and, and Pella. We probably don't know her last name, do we? I think. Tom, probably. Do you know her last name? No, well, she said she was going to friend us on Facebook, so but we'll I haven't seen her. Tell us from Peru, Peru. Uh-huh. from uh, Lima. And uh, so that does bring up, why did we get so connected with Pella? Because we did something I've never done before on a cruise. You know, we one, there's their formal portraits, and, you know, most of us probably have had a picture taken on a cruise. Well, we went a little crazy, didn't we, Tom? <laughs> we did. Once we bought the packages, we figured every picture we take is free, so we took a lot of pictures. And what was your favorite picture we sent in? I think that the maybe it was the one of the two formal nights, because the one we took with the back black, black background Those were was nice. really nice. We looked great in that picture. In fact, yep. all of our wrinkles were gone. <laughs> um, and then the second formal night... We also looked good, and it was a totally different type of, of a picture, but we looked good, so we looked good and formal. 
<laughs> I like the fact that we did really unusual things. And one reason I bought the package is because Cynthia on the formal night gave me bunny ears. And so the and that was that was what tipped you over the edge. Yes, it did buy it. Yes, it was now as the the happy Buddha with bunny ears. <laughs> it was pretty cute. You have to understand what the happy Buddha. It, on on our first foray into Not Trang in Vietnam, our our guide, what was his name? Um, Krim. No. No. Okay, we don't know what his name was. Uh, but he kept patting my stomach and he kept saying, Happy Buddha. You have a happy Buddha. Dung. Dung Fam. Dung Fam. Yes, the happy Buddha is kind of stuck. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what the hardest part of the cruise was for each of us. Me, it was the food. So say more about that. It was just such unique food that I'm not used to eating, and I, I don't know. It just didn't agree with me. What the rest of you think about the food? It was not, it was not the best I've had, but it was also not the worst I've had. It was, you know, cruising is, means you have tons of food. What we did on this cruise, more than we've ever done before, is we ate in the dining room. Yes. So anyway, so I thought actually that made us, at least made me, eat less because, you know, sort of the portions are, you know, right size. You know, American portions are ginormous size and on the cruise are right size. I didn't think the food was, I mean, really, for Cynthia and I, I know one of the toughest things was uh, jet lag and trying to you know, accommodate for being on exactly our schedule being flipped upside down. Yep. It's true. Yep. And, and uh, along with that, I thought the harder, hardest thing for me, and that was hard, but those having the three days in a row of getting off the ship for... Because we were getting er, up and early. in the morning, yeah. in the morning, and going all day long. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really... Yeah, we were really looking forward day. to that day, of, <laughs> that day at sea, that third day. So what, maybe... Um, that might be a good segue just to tell your audience, Tom, uh, all 500 people that listen to this. Uh, our, we started in Singapore on February 24th. Uh, then we had a day at sea on the 26th. We were in... Not train? No. No. Brunei. 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 Our total Muslim country that actually, while we were there, shut down for uh, two hours. For two hours, it was on a um, Friday. Was a Friday. It was Friday. Uh, it was, was a Friday. Friday. It was yeah. a religious day there. And then after Br Brunei, Brunei, I actually bought something in Brunei, so I always remember Mikey Shorts from Brunei. And then we had another day of sea, and then on February 28th, not train. Uh, in Vietnam, followed by uh, Ho Chi Minh City on the 29th. For, yeah. Formerly Saigon. Formerly Saigon, you know, so we got a leap here on a memory, memorable day. Then we go another day at sea as we reposition from Vietnam to Cambodia is our uh, 2nd of March, Tom's birthday. 
and then we follow up with Cambodia with two back-to-back -back, uh, Thailand stops, and you guys can take the shot at the first name, right? Lam Chbang. Yeah, Lam Chbang. That's really Bangkok. Really, right? that's right. And then Kosumoy. Kosumoy, which is quite an island and the beach thing was our March 4th, followed by another day at sea, and then we arrived very early this morning, my birthday, in Singapore, and uh, then made our way to the Philippines. So, so with that, I mean that that's a that's a pretty good broad uh, review of the the cruise. So, uh, Ladon, let's start with you. What country did you enjoy visiting the most, and and why? Um, maybe Bangkok. Okay, China. and why? I really liked our guide. I mean, she was very personable, and her English was very good. We did a variety of, we did a couple of different things. Plus, we she took us to a great place to eat. But, I mean, we went on tours. We got a few minutes of shopping in there. We went to lunch. We went on the boat. And her name was Uwe, Uwe. our guide. Her name was Uwe. Oi. Oi. Uwe. Oi. Oi. I think she's nicknamed by Aussies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. yeah. Cynthia, what about you? Um, I liked Bangkok too, but I also liked um, Ho Chi Minh City. I did not like that we had to travel so far to because both of it was yeah, that the driving was so hard. Um, but I really did think that it was incredibly interesting to see those coochie tunnels, oh. and it was cool to see Ho Chi Minh City. Which was, you know, Saigon. And all those motorbikes. <laughs> yes, but all of us, we commented that all of us remember hearing about the Vietnam War, and those two places figured prominently in all of the news coverage. Yep, yep, good point. Ken, how about for you? Well, I'll take a couple other stops, only just sort of to, one, the most meaningful place. Maybe not where I enjoyed the most, but the most meaningful was the the first stop in Vietnam, where we went and saw the tunnels. That was the second. Our second stop. Well, that was second. Yeah, oh. that was that was home. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was Nha Trang, where we went to the embroidery yeah, yeah. factory. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I totally think I the tunnel part of the Saigon Ho Chi Minh City part was really meaningful because it really brought home the brutality of the war. Both on both sides of the war, and then it was really not only was it eerie from the size of the tunnels where people lived in and, and worked through. It was very small. Uh, Tom and I had to basically crawl. I did the, the arm, uh, I guess, a crab walk call, a crawl, so they could actually sort of walk up, not upright, but no, I, I could, but I could squat down. And, and I, I was on my hands and knees the whole way. But yeah. another thing was eerie was you know, it sort of should be a sacred place right for the Vietnamese, and they still had live shooting range there. So anyway, that seems of high-powered rifles. High -powered. But the other place really though was Cambodia, because where we went to was an area that was almost totally destroyed, almost totally annihilated, mm. destroyed by the Khmer Rouge. Khmer Rouge. Khmer Rouge. And now, you know, making this comeback, there's so many people that were murdered and killed there. And you could, you know, we probably, if we went back 20 years, if we were 
wide and healthy enough. So maybe knock on wood, we can do that. Uh, I don't know if you can re you will re recognize it if they make that much progress. Mm -hmm. And we went to that's where we went to Just the beautiful enough. beach, right? Mm -hmm. That beach was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I would just add uh, my comments here. I, I agree the Vietnam stops for me were the most meaningful, followed by the Cambodian, just because these were places that I'd always heard about. I never really dreamed I'd ever go. My brother was in fear of being drafted into the Vietnam War. I just remember watching Walter Cronkite every night on the news. And, and this really came alive, and those Kochi tunnels were just amazing to me in the story, the things that we learned. And to hear the, the communist propaganda side of that from that film that we watched was, I just found, to be really enlightening for me, just really enlightening. I, so, uh, very enjoyable. Okay, uh, so what did you like best about the Princess Cruise Line? The large closets <laughs> and lots of hangers. <laughs> yeah, that was that was nice. It was. We had the closets were large and there were lots of hangers. And, and the laundromat. And the laundromat. Having the laundromat Even it really was made a difference. Very expensive. Yeah, but it made a difference. It did make a difference, and we could have ironed if we needed to. I I liked because it was the four of us going together. I liked the older clientele. Mm. There weren't as many children running around as sometimes there are. And, and when you don't have children with you, you like, you like a little bit quieter cruise. Yeah, there were very few children on that cruise. Yeah. Very when few. If you got children, that would not be the boat to go with. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, what about you? Well, I think we've been on Christmas several times, and I don't think that you'd have the same experience on a different cruise line. But I think there is a philosophy on princes, pretty evident, not to maybe be as pushy as some of them. I thought they were far less pushy uh, uh, on you know selling drinks uh, and other things like that than most probably any other cruise I've been on. And that's certainly true because one thing we did on the cruise for seemed to me for hours was play uh, the game of rook. So yes, we did. Who who won those games? I don't remember. <laughs> no, no. Who didn't win a game? Maybe. Oh, I didn't win a game. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I think Ladon won three. You won two. Cynthia won one. But we sat in public places where we played those games, right? Yeah. Not even on deck. We were very in yeah. lounges. I had to listen and to that poor karaoke night. <laughs> but, but really, we were asked, you know, once for drinks, not you know, every 15 minutes. Anyway, I, I thought that was a, you know, a definitely a princess signature type of line. Yeah, I, I really, I, I agree. I think the low-key aspect of the cruise was, was nice. It felt a little bit lower-key to me, not as much stuff being pushed at you. The picture package, that's the least expensive picture package I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, we've only cruised on well before. Uh, and their packages are like $350. So, um, Don says, no, that's not true. I don't know how much they were. It seemed to me that they were less money. Um, they certainly were a lot less than if you had bought them separately. That's probably, but you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, the, the, for me, the, the ship was a bit more confusing. It took me a while to get used to the fact there's only one, one inside lo uh, floor that went all the way through the ship. 
but once you once you sort of figured that out and got used to it, then it, you you sort of knew where everything was uh, on the ship. So. Yeah, it was, it's more enclosed than what we have experienced before, like the yeah, dining room and the atrium type. Yeah. yeah, at least not big. But but that being said, we still didn't know where the lawn court, court was. That's <laughs> true. That's true. We had the we had the we went to the putting contest on the last day at sea, and it took us a while to figure out where it was. Turned out it was behind the big screen television up on deck 16. Um, and we did get to experience the elite lounge. Oh, we didn't even know it was elite. We didn't know it was elite. That was kind of Yeah, the Skywalker or something it was called. Yeah. Okay, so what event on the ship was most memorable for you? For Ken, it was probably that game of Rook that he only lost by one point. That was probably most memorable for you. Well, there'll be two things. Two things. One is, every time we were on a cruise, I love the people I meet. And in this one, it really was reuniting with Paul and LaDonna. And then we had sort of a, you know, just through, and this reuniting with high school friends included us telling, telling each other stories. Now, I will tell you, the three younger members of this foursome have incredible memories. Or so they believe. They were... We all agreed. They, they were telling me where the classrooms were, what teacher was having an affair with another teacher, and their, all their histories of all of their uh, classmates. It was really remarkable for somebody just a couple of years older. I felt like I was about 50 years older that way. Uh, so I think that was really great. And then, you know, I think it, uh, what I was telling a few maybe slightly exaggerated tales. Uh, Tom was sharing them with some of his family members that I was also close to. And you had a sort of memorable exchange with your brother yeah. uh, that touched me too. And so I think it's really the people. And then I will honestly say this is the first cruise since I've ever gone on with our Fitbits. So there was a chronic uh, focus <laughs> on how now. many steps we were taking and how many stairs we were climbing. And really, let's admit it, you know, I, you know, baited you into doing several running things. More, and, yes, you and did. And LaDawn was going up and down an enclosed hallway and Cynthia, I think, did it too to get their 10,000 steps. So this will be the cruise of steps. There you I go. I remember that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Cynthia, and, you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. I was going to add to that. I could never get my Fitbit to be the right time. And so I was always, mine ended it and started at noon, and you guys all ended and started at midnight. Yeah. It was weird. So, so what else was memorable for you on the ship? Um, well, I, this is kind of a weird thing, but I will remember the karaoke in that bar. Oh, man, are they bad singers. But we also in that bar... We got to play. Body okay, we, it was it was a it was a bar. It, it was yeah. It was it was a, a, it was a lounge. It was a lounge. But it was pretty much empty. Yes. And it wasn't like it there was were a bunch a, of drunks in there drinking. It was one of the bigger lounges. I have a picture of you drinking colorful drinks, Tom. <laughs> oh, can can can. You love strawberry daiquiris. Virgin. Oh. They were virgin. 
But we played that. We played that body language game in there. We did. Yes. We, we did. We played that trivia game that one day. That's right. Yeah, we we bungled bung. Oh. We 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 did Zumba. Oh, we did Zumba, Zumba in that lounge. Yeah, that's a new thing. And we played those drums. That we percussion. We did that drum thing uh, the day I wasn't feeling good. And had to do the chicken dance when we couldn't stay on. We the did. Beat. We did have to do the chicken dance. Although she didn't really know what the chicken dance was. Well, I knew part That's of it. That's right. She had her. No, no, not no, not you, but the the host. Yeah, she, she didn't really know. Version of what right. the chicken dance was, yeah. which we didn't. So, so for me, I have to say, on board, the most memorable was probably the free show, free throw shooting contest, because I because I managed to tie Paul, the trivia guy. For first place, and we went to sudden death overtime, and we still tied. And so, uh, well, what maybe wasn't sudden death, but he was—he was a guy looking for a contest. He was. He was. Time. This is uh, Paul and his wife Susan. Uh, they were hurt from, from Seattle, and and he ran a couple of trivia contests on the ship, and turned out he's a pretty good uh, basketball player as well. Uh, they fly standby with their carry-on only. Yeah, he was a pilot for Delta. And they were on ship for 21 days with a carry-on. Yeah, that's all I brought was a carry-on. That was amazing. They, they were just, and, and we had breakfast with them one morning, right? And that's lunch. how we got to know them. Breakfast, lunch. One of the two. It was lunch. It was one of them. Anyway, it was, it was fun to get to know them. Okay, Ken's over here signaling with his hand still at dawn, and I don't think she has a clue. I don't know what he's doing. It was definitely lunch. Oh, it was definitely lunch. Okay, well, those meals started just running together. <clears throat> okay, anything, uh, anything else that you might want to add uh, about the cruise? Any other memories or anything else? Ken? Yes, I, I would like to add that I thought our uh, Sunday uh, activities were memorable on both Sundays. The first Sunday we got together and each shared our favorite or one of our favorite passages of scriptures and we had the little, you know, I thought that was really meaningful given that one of our ties that makes us so close is our strong commitment to the church. Yep. And so there was no way to do another type of church service and so we did it that way on that first Sunday. And boy, we tried. We put a lot of effort into church service today, didn't we? We did, not with, without a lot of luck. But we took we took a taxi from the cruise ship over to the church where there was supposed to be a 9 a.m. English speaking service. We got there 20 after eight, quarter after eight, and nobody was there. And we thinking, well, it's fast Sunday. Maybe they'll just be here quarter to nine. Nobody showed up ever. So then we paid another bunch of money to get over to the airport, and we sat there for a while. But we did get on an earlier flight, in all fairness. So that was, that was good. Which made it back in time for the fireside here. Yep, and so we were, we able, to get, get we were able to get back for this uh, sort of pioneer fireside of, and learned all about the pioneers of the Philippines in the church. That was, that was really interesting. Cynthia, you were going to, anything else about the cruise you want to add? You know, I'm sure that there probably were things that, that's what I was just doing, was to making a list of some of those things we just mentioned, because I know I'm going to get home and try and do the book about the thing, about the vacation, and forget some <laughs> of the things. So much fun. 
Well, and I mean, Tom and Ken, you both celebrated your birthdays. You got your little birthday signs on your door. And yes, we did. And our you got sung to at dinner and with the freezer taste cake. <laughs> <laughs> and Guadeline, we, you know, yeah. our waitress, we kind of developed a friendship with her. Yeah, we'll see whether she calls us in September when she and her husband come to the Philippines. She was absolutely delightful. Uh, just, just a couple other things for my um, comments. I, I, there were there were two other things that I thought were really cool. One, when we went to the flower market in Bangkok, uh, and we, oh, the, and we the ones saw that look, looked like frosted cakes. And we saw yes, we saw all these designs with these flowers like we'd never seen before, and they literally looked like. Cake decoration, frosting, yeah. some of the designs. That was that was really awesome. And then when we were at the last stop at Koh Samoy, and we went to that waterfall, and they had all those soap carvings. Uh, oh, those were cool. That was again really just unique sort of art. Well, we didn't buy it. Uh, we we didn't, but it was it was unique art, and uh, I just. I just, for, for me, a really great 11 days. Uh, first of all, just being with you guys, renewing our friendship, talking about old times, just having a great discussion. And, and it always has been for us about who we go on a cruise. We, we've never had any desire to go on a cruise by ourselves. We, we want to take somebody with us because you do. You build a bond. You get closer. And we certainly feel like we've done that with you guys. And we really appreciate the fact that you came all this way, all those 20... Four or twenty-five hours on that plane to get to Singapore, so that uh, we could be together. And that was Asia, though, right? That was just wonderful. Come that long distance. We're certainly glad that it's a shorter trip going back. Yeah, you'll you'll save yourself four hours or so, maybe going back. Okay. Well, thank you all very much, and uh, until next time. Well, I hope you enjoyed this special editions nutcast. It was a rather spontaneous event without a lot of planning and certainly no rehearsal. For any of you thinking about a cruise with friends, I highly recommend it, and especially if you haven't spent any time with them in years. I really want to thank Ken and Cynthia as well as LaDawn for being willing to participate in this nutcast, and more importantly, I want to thank Ken and Cynthia for traveling halfway around the world to spend two weeks with us. Words just can't describe what a great time we had together. Friends like Ken and Cynthia are like diamonds, bright, beautiful, precious, rare, and always in style. We love you. Until next time, keep the faith.